0: The ideas and opinions expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect the opinions of any current or previous employers. All right, welcome back to the Construction Manager Podcast. Guys, we know we've been kind of slack here in the past couple of months, putting out new content, but I'm telling you, this COVID thing has just been kicking our asses. We're finally over the hump, and I think we're, uh, we're in a good position to start really banging out some good content. There's going to be a ton more content on the website, finally in a place where i can actually start adding to the blog start adding videos to the youtube channel and getting the training academy live and uh and running as always we'd love to thank TrueWork. you guys are have always been a great partner the the show we love and uh, appreciate the support you've been giving us your products are amazing jason and i are constantly wearing them and people are constantly asking us about them so Guys, get out there. Check out TrueWork.com, Jump on the website. Use promo code CMP15 for 15% off your first order. You're going to love the gear. This stuff is just fantastic. Jason, we just can't say enough good things about them. And the people out there are great. Uh, Also, you can go to Buildertactics.com. Click our partners page, and there's a link. Follow that link to TrueWorks' website, and there's a uh, place for you to fill in your story, man. Tell them what you've been doing to improve yourself, to improve the industry as a whole, You know what you've been doing during COVID to, to help keep people safe, and you have a chance to win uh, some fantastic true work here. Uh, winners are selected every month, so check it out. Also, as long as you're on BuilderTactics.com, don't forget to download the manual. There is a ton of information in there, and it's actually going to be an audiobook released in the next... 20 days or so, that'll be available on the website. But today's show, Jason and I actually got into a conversation about following orders in the service when we were both, uh, Jason was in the Army, I was in the Navy, and it led to a really good conversation about leadership. So we dedicated this uh, podcast to that concept of leadership, what it takes, um, how tough it can be. We tell a couple of stories, I think you're really going to enjoy it, so check it out. I also put in Chapter 7 of the manual, Builder Tactics Practical Guide to Construction Management, at the tail end of the podcast, you know there's some great information in there on leadership. I figured what the hell I'll just throw it in there. Also, we have rescheduled our live event for Homemade of Northern Virginia. That is coming up on August 16th at Lost Rhino Brewery in Ashburn, Virginia. That's going to be from 11 to 5. We have tons of giveaways. We're going to have a raffle. Uh, TrueWorks has, has volunteered to give us some some gear to give away. IsoTunes sent us some stuff to give away. It's going to be a great event. We have some great guest speakers coming up to talk about Homemade, and just how generous the building industry is in general. Uh, Kristen Burr is going to be there. Scott Canan, who is the Vice President of Production for Toll Brothers, is going to be there, talking about homemade, he actually sits on the board. John Buell from Buell Electric is going to be out there. It's going to be a great event. Come out, check it out, have some great beer, great food, and uh, hang out with some great people. Again, that's August 16th at Lost Rhino in Ashburn, Virginia from 11 to five.
1: I did a whole lot of no problems in moving out. Eventually, you you feel. I still, to this day, when I point out something that's causing me grief, I feel like I'm being a whiny little bitch about it. And I always end up like doing like the regular disclaimer, like, "Hey, please don't hate me. Like, I, I just want to try and make this better." So, (laughs) it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I, well, is that is that due to the fact that you were trained in the military and you're just used to like,
0: you know, I think you it say, is. Why dude? I not and they'll be like, shut up and get out of my face. And you're like, whoa. I do. I think the I think the <laughs> the military teaches lessons so well, mm-hmm. um, like for how to follow orders. It's so ingrained that it does not leave you. There's also another aspect of it. A lot of times
1: in the military you're being asked to do something that isn't necessarily the safest thing or the best for the good of the people around you. Sometimes you're being asked to do something effing terrible and it's going (laughs) to suck for six weeks. And then if you say, if you're allowed to accept why, then you'll never get that outpost guarded or those effing shitholes dug. Like it's a thing and you have to get those things done. It's different when you work in a company. People people have problems they need them fixed they need you to help them with it yeah. if they ask you why it might be because they want to understand how the machine works
0: so let's talk about different kinds of leadership i think that's a good Le- I, I mean leadership a is a,
1: is, it's probably the most important thing in all success yeah like you can do it all by yourself but that means that you're you have good work ethic you know leadership is about how to spread what you need your techniques to the people around you, so that you can get the most out of them and get give them the best experience in whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah.
0: So I, I find that in um, construction and in most professions, most jobs or whatever, there's a couple different types of of ways that you become a leadership or a leader. You're either um, appointed, right, to be a leader. Oh, appointed leaders are. Well, it's tough sometimes. So you're either appointed. You're an emergent leader. Right. Which means you you people just naturally follow you because you're a stand up guy or growl or whatever. And they just naturally gravitate towards you mm-hmm. um, or there's a uh, some kind of a emergency or a necessity. And, you know, in somebody with uh, assertiveness takes over and becomes like a de facto leader. What did you did you just make that up or
1: did you learn that somewhere?
0: I learned that, man. It's in the book in the book. I read it. I not know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but so, you know, it's funny because I think leadership, people, oh, that guy's a born leader. I don't believe that. I don't believe anybody is a born no. leader. I think leadership develops from experience. I, I think, you yeah. know, it just all your cumulative life experiences come together and, you know, with some self-confidence. And become and it just comes out naturally. I mean, some you know you could you could argue that some
1: things are learned behavior and some things are inherent. Um, I think that you know just having, I think that all things are with influence. Let's face it; doesn't matter what you're what you're made of, mm-hmm. what you've learned from the time you were a baby until right now it decides how you act and how you feel about certain things. Yeah. And you can in a short period of time and imprint those things that you believe on the people that work for you and around you and even with you or that you work for you can influence all of them with good leadership technique and you know i think we, we've heard lots of our our leaders say being transparent mm. asking the people that work for you what they need and how they feel about what they're being told um very different like we said than the army it's not a don't ask me questions and go do it type of thing. This yeah. is a civilian scenario where you have to gain the buy-in of the people around you if you want good results. And especially this is another thing too, for the long term, like anybody, I, I had a guy tell me the other day, <clears throat> he said, we're off on July 3rd. And so that's, you know, it, it whatever, it's a holiday. So we're, we're off that day. And he said, oh, I've got a lot of stuff to do. I'm like, what else am I going to do? Like I can't, I've got, Two young kids. I'm probably just going to come in and work for a few hours, which, look, all of us pick up our computer and work from home, whatever, when our yeah. time off and vacation, yeah. just to just so you can plug along and you don't lose something, right? But my point is. He has to be able to do it for the long term. You want to be successful in this business. You can't do it a year at a time. You have to do it for 10 years at a time. And if you don't take your breaks when you get a chance and you don't, you know, you always say sharpen your axe or your saw. Yeah, sharpen your saw one day a week. (laughs) That way you cut faster for the other days of the week. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to be able to have those down times. Otherwise you won't be able to do it for the long term and then if I allow you to do that as your leader, I'm probably not giving you all the tools that you need to be successful long term.
0: What do you mean? You mean if you don't allow
1: if if I turn If I a blind eye to you not taking time all oh, off or gotcha. not treating yourself properly, working fifteen hour days, like not getting
0: the support that you need, you're not going to make it very long. Yeah, that comes down to the empathy. So we were we just interviewed um, a leader within our organization. And the one thing that he said... Was uh, we asked him, you know, what qualities he looks for in leaders, and he said empathy and understanding, and that's true. And that goes right to what you're saying because you have to be empathetic. You know, the guys are are trying to get their work done, but you have to understand that even if they don't, um, they need a break. Right. You have to sharpen the saw. Sure. You have to take time away. Uh, I think it just makes you um, makes you better at your job to be able to step back and not just because you know you get so into it. That a lot of times you you fail to you get tunnel vision you fail to see the things that are going around around you and, and other factors that are affecting your right. job until you step back take a break and then look at it fresh Then you're like oh you know you go, it's whatever. also easy to get caught up in your
1: own busyness and forget about the people that rely on you yeah to help lead them and sometimes it's easy to like let I always say flapping in the breeze this one from the from the army if 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 it's not tied down it's flapping in the breeze if you haven't thought about it and you haven't planned for it and you're focused on other things you might have something flapping and when you have a large team of people you have to devote time and energy to each one of those people yeah. all of them have different things that they're working on different frustrations a lot of our folks right now are working from home so one of one of the people that works with me i notice she needs just to be able to explain how hard it is sometimes. Yeah. Like she's working through all of the issues that she's got and she's doing a really good job. But if I don't call her and hear her out, I'm fairly certain that she's going to light something on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of she said it a couple of times. That's that's empathy. No, it, well, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, yeah. and it's and it's hard for me to understand because I am being pulled a hundred different directions. But those are the things that we need so that we can all be successful. Sure. Right. we can't get the bills paid and the checks, you know, cut and all the the permits that we need unless that machine works in that back office. You know, it's
0: funny because you, you mentioned the army a couple of times and in the Navy and the service in general, you know, there's that type of leadership. That's a dictatorial style of leadership and it has to be right. So because you're dealing with emergencies, you're dealing with life or death. And, it you know, there has to be a there, there's no time for debate you know, when you're going into combat, well, maybe we should take the yeah. back door. Blah, hey, blah, Sergeant,
1: blah. I think this might be a bad situation. Yo, shit soldier, get <laughs> out there.
0: <laughs> so, you know, there's a time and a place because I hear people say all the time, they're like, oh, that guy's such a jerk. You know, he doesn't listen. He's just blah, 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 blah. And it's a dictatorial style of leadership right. they're talking about. But there's a there's a place for it, especially, you know, I don't like to see it on the job site unless there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. And then there has to be that that style of leadership because there's no time to debate and think about everybody's feelings sure. and the other thing. Um, but at the same time, I think the best leaders um, understand that the people that they're leading have feelings um, and they have, you know, their own set of concerns and worries and everything else. Um, and they're able to motivate them in a, in a way to get them past their own concerns or their own egos or the things they have going on to achieve, to achieve those, those common goals. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that a blend of, of empathy, understanding, assertiveness, you know, definitely confidence because nobody wants to follow somebody that's not confident in themselves. Um, You know, just all comes together to be, to form, you know, good qualities that leaders need to have. Right. And, you know, you can't
1: always know all the answers, but going and finding those answers and how you conduct yourself while you're finding those answers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, you know, construction managers come to me and ask me a question about something technical. I might not always know the answer, but I'm like, here's who you need to call. This is what I would say. Yep. This is how you present it. Don't spend any money.
0: Dude, there's, there's another side to it, right? <laughs> don't, spend, <laughs> don't spend any money. You have no budget. Um, but the flip side is leaders also need to be followers, right? right? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. no leader has all the answers and they need to know sure. when to shut up and let the people they're leading lead them. hmm you know, I see that I do that with my Sams all the time. They'll start talking about something that maybe I've forgotten about because I'm busy pushing paper around the office, mm-hmm. <laughs> or signing uh, me up for ridiculous trying to trying to take all your time. <laughs> um, you know, I go out to the field and the Sams more than once have said, "No, that's not right," and I'm like, "What?" And I need to shut up right. and listen to what they have to say and be led by them because you know they well, may... I get
1: stuck in my place all the time. I yeah. do. I, there's, I just the other day, actually, just yesterday. I gave some directives about some bills to our buddy Mitch from HDS mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Paint and Drywall.
0: I wonder if he listens because I freaked at him yesterday, so I just apologize to him.
1: <laughs> well,
0: yeah, he listens. <laughs> I
1: think he listens. You know, I think he listens when he knows he's going to be talked about on the show. But the important part is, once again, Mitch is hitting me up for bills that yeah. I owe him. Yeah, and uh, I can't remember where I was going with that. Oh, what, I, I gave some directives and I said, "Look, guys, this is how it needs to go. You're going to do this. You're going to do that." Yeah. CM, blah blah blah, and then. I got a phone call from ICM. Actually, I got a text. And he was like, yeah, so you're not right about any of these things. (laughs) I was like, damn it. So I sent an email back that said, wait, I was wrong about all of this stuff. Here's how we're going to do it. Blah, 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 blah. And I got, of course, an email back from Mitch that just said, what Jason was wrong about something, yeah. no. but well, I mean, you, you know, you have to be able to a admit it when you did something wrong, and you got to double back quickly, and don't let don't let your bad decision continue to fester, and th- then you have some other billing
0: issue, for instance, in this mm-hmm. case, you know, because you didn't handle it properly. Yeah. So you know what I did yesterday? I didn't handle something properly. Oh. I should. I I I should have allowed the my construction manager to handle something he actually had already I, so here's what, i'll give you the scenario i come walking around the corner i see this big disaster in front of me and i can get into the details um big disaster in front of me you know i've been stressed i've been stressed jason oh so what happened <laughs> <laughs> did so you, immediately did you pull a damien i saw so immediately i go from like you know cruising down a country road at 20 miles an hour to the autobahn at 5,000 miles an hour i'm yelling and screaming i'm Barking out orders and you know you know the drill. <laughs> Call the owner of the company, yelling and screaming at him. My CM comes walking around the corner, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I already took care of this. Yeah. It's all it's happening." And I I realized I didn't just materialize workers there right. out of rage. They were actually already there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like they didn't yeah. anticipate you losing your mind? No. They They got a phone call no. from your CM?
0: Yeah. And, uh, Amazing. He was like, I got it. I got it under control. And he was like, I came in this morning, I found this and I'm dealing with it. How, and I long, was were like, you,
1: how long were you on that job that day?
0: <laughs> Not long. 15 minutes, oh, 20 man. minutes.
1: Long enough to let What's it, it like for your CM there? Like I, I, if you're listening right <laughs> now, buddy, I feel for you because Damien comes through your job sees one thing he's there for 10 minutes flip shit you've already got it handled and then he rolls out and on you and i'm like see and, yeah. the,
0: and the guy's like man
1: that's like one of those terrible storms
0: that comes through <laughs> only for a few minutes leaves you a bunch of trees oh, down like a tornado but you know what i got a super senior dude out there and i i should have known that he already had it covered of course but he did. i just reacted without without reaching out to who the person who was actually running that mm-hmm. job i just reacted um so you know whatever yeah. <laughs> so you know, whatever. It's just a Wednesday, no big deal. It was a Wednesday. Yeah. It was a Wednesday morning. So that's all right, though. You know, I, but I should have had the, I should have had the faith in my people down there to know that they already had the yeah, situation. Or
1: ask own. a question. I, I yeah, like I say, I like ask. to, I like to be a smartass. It's kind of part of my technique. I take a picture <laughs> of that monstrosity and I say, "Whose first day is it?" That's one of my favorite lines. I
0: love it. Yeah. I love it. They don't like it so much, but I, I think I'm funny. I'm gonna do that. So let's get back to the leadership for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I mean, we digress. Um, so here's the, so here's the thing. I think that um, if you, if you find yourself in a position of authority, it it would do you justice to seek out. Um, Cause there's so much information on leadership. I mean, there's stuff on the web, there's books, there's, there's podcasts, there's, I mean, there's so much information out there, but I would spend a little bit of time, you know, seeking out some information on leadership and the different types of leadership and techniques for leadership, because there's a ton of it out there. Some of the information is really good. Um, And I think that most people will find that it's like anything else. Like being a leader is a, is a tool. It's a managerial tool. And sometimes you got to spend some extra time learning how to use that tool um, and reflecting on some of the things you've done. So, I mean, I just told that story about freaking out. I mean, my earlier in my career, I mean, I led by freaking out. (laughs) And it was not good. And it took a lot of introspective, you know, contemplation and learning to not do that. But you just did it on Wednesday. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So you're you're like not doing it as much now, I hope? I'm not doing it as much. But what I walked, when I walked around the corner, I mean, what I was looking at was a super disaster. Right. It wasn't, it, it needed. Was anybody peeing? No, but
1: sometimes when you come around the corner and there's a disaster, there's somebody peeing and that one will set me off. Do you want me, to give you, do you want me to tell you what I saw? Yeah, so just I, tell I come, us. I
0: come walking around the corner and you know, we're building, an, it's an urban infill job, so there's, the alleys are really tight. Mm-hmm. People live everywhere. So we're, we're scrapping out a, a townhouse with, um, a tall skinny, with, it's all skinny. tall skinny. With drywall. So what the, uh, what the guys had done had thrown all the drywall material in the middle of the alley. It just next, filled, filled the alley up. Next to an empty dumpster. And filled mm. it, out. and there were tire marks on the drywall because the only way people could get to work was Let's to drive, drive over, over it. it. Oof. Yeah,
1: dude. And then there dude, was would and have it gets it worse. absolutely got me fired up. It
0: gets worse, and the music the guys were playing as they were throwing the drywall into the alley was so loud, so loud it was distorted. It was because <laughs> so I, I
1: hear that all the time. I'm like, why would anybody want to listen?
0: It's so loud, but well, it's like distorted. The music is why I was walking around the corner because I'm like, God, this is too loud. This is crazy. I gotta make sure they turn this music down and get around. And yeah. I'm like, oh, 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 this is happening. Yeah, they're it's so loud they can't hit the dumpster with a. Yeah, their aim is off. Yeah, so I, you know, you went all day. I, I came them. unglued. <laughs> and the dudes are like, they're like cursing at me in Spanish, but I know all the bad words. I know what they were saying. <laughs> I didn't care. Right? <laughs> I was I was cursing at them too. And
1: He was probably saying, "Look, this dude's super pissed. We've been filling up this alley, but I bet you any money he needs a drywall done so bad he doesn't even throw us out of here."
0: Oh, I did. Did you throw I'm him out? out, dude? I was like, "It's funny because they were actively <laughs> cleaning it up, oh, and I'm like, you know, I, I can't even I can't even repeat what I said, but it was bad, and it involved their mothers. Oh, you bad. did not. No, You're I'm liar. kidding. Kidding. <laughs> their dads." <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, but you know, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time talking on that. But you know, as as I get older, wiser, I like to think, you know, instances like that are fewer and fewer. But that one was bad. That one was real bad. Yeah, I mean, let's face it.
1: You also have, as a leader, you also have different points in a relationship with someone or a part of a project or whatever it is. A lot of times when you come in with a new team, you have to take a different approach. At at certain points in your relationship, like in the beginning, it's a no-nonsense, like, hey, this is a light, friendly environment. I think that we should all get along together, but these are the standards, and you're going to have to meet them. So you might have to come hard with your message in the beginning, and then things can lighten up as you see. Because every team is different. Some teams are very strong. Some teams are not so strong. You know, you can accomplish your goals, um, but you have to treat every scenario a little bit differently as a leader, too. Yeah, no,
0: I totally agree with that. Was that a smart thing? Did that sound smart? It sounded smart. That'll that'll stay in the podcast. Chapter 7. Leadership. Learning Objectives. 1. Understand the importance of leadership. 2. Identify the traits that make for good leadership. Honesty. Loyalty. Passion. Confidence. 3. Leading trade partners. 4. Meeting with underperforming trade partners. Leadership. Construction managers are leaders by appointment first and by skill second. When you examine most construction manager job descriptions, you will find words such as manage, supervise, and oversee. But what you don't typically see is the word lead. In fact, most management job descriptions lack any mention of the word lead or leadership. Yet we expect today's construction managers to lead huge teams of tradespeople, suppliers, and employees. As a result of this omission, we tend to hire people that are technically proficient in the building trades, but may not have ever been in a leadership role. This leads to leadership by appointment. Leadership by appointment is being placed in a position of authority based on someone else's needs. Without leadership training, this type of leader often turns to a dictatorial style of management. This type of leader will manage their team with little input from others and no regard to the feelings of their subordinates. Under this type of leadership, the project may get completed, but it can also lead to a loss of valuable tradespeople and staff. However, there is a place for dictatorial leadership. In the case of an emergency, the leader does not have time to hold debates as to what should happen. Emergencies call for decisive action and quick decisions. Another case where dictatorial leadership comes into play would be when a schedule must be shortened and there is no room for debate. Leaders under those conditions must act quickly and have total authority over their subordinates. Another way people become leaders is when they emerge or become leaders without a formal appointment. Emergent leaders are people that rise to the occasion out of necessity or a greater desire to create unity toward a common goal. These leaders often find that they are able to produce better, faster results from the same worker base than the more common dictatorial manager. These leaders often find that they are placed in a position of leadership by their peers rather than from some higher authority. They understand that people do not want to be managed. They want to be led. This type of leadership blends authority with understanding and cooperation amongst the workers. These leaders help to orchestrate the work rather than dictate it. Leadership is being able to convince others to reach a common goal. Great leadership is when they reach that goal because they want to, not because they have to. True leaders are a byproduct of their experiences and the lessons learned as they grow and mature. It is true that charisma and charm will get results short-term, but truly skilled leaders will inspire the people around them for a lifetime. The most common set of character traits found in executive leaders are honesty, loyalty, passion, and confidence. To ensure people follow your lead, they must trust you. Honesty builds trust, and trust builds lasting relationships. When you have a solid relationship built on trust, Subordinates will be willing to come to you with problems or just plain bad news. No organization is perfect, so pretending it is will lead to disaster. Good leaders want to hear the bad news so they can correct the issues as they arise. Good leaders also listen to the ideas of their subordinates, and their subordinates will trust that their leaders will be willing to share their ideas to correct issues and make the organization better. Trust allows for the free flow of ideas between coworkers and managers. Passion is contagious. Leaders that are passionate about what they are doing will infect others with the same passion. Problems become challenges to improve the organization and the entire team gets elevated as a result. No one has ever been inspired by a leader that lacked passion for what they were trying to achieve. The expression, attitude is everything, says it all. If you want to inspire the people around you, Your attitude must be positive and passionate. Effective leaders also have the confidence to make decisions, even bad decisions. But true leaders will acknowledge bad decisions and adjust when needed. Humility goes a long way to show your team that mistakes are okay if we learn from them. Great leaders will win the hearts and minds of their teams while also maintaining the authority to have the final say. Effective leadership also means leading by example. Leaders must exude the character traits they want to see in the people they are leading. This gives their team something to strive towards. Different situations require different leadership styles. Knowing what style is appropriate for each situation is the key to truly effective leadership. Leading trade partners. Leadership is intentional, and our trade partners are partners for a reason. We cannot complete projects without them. More importantly, we need trade partners that want to work for us. This means they are producing quality work and making money doing it. One of the most important things you can do for a trade partner is to listen to their needs. As partners, we must understand what it is that our trade workers need to be successful. When they come to us with questions or concerns, we need to take the time to listen and understand them. Often, your trade partners will have advice that will increase productivity or the safety on your job it is your job to make sure your trades can work in a safe and productive atmosphere this does not mean you cater to their every whim but it does mean you are willing to listen to ideas and act on the ones that make sense leading trade partners means that you set expectations and hold them accountable for those expectations during your time as a construction manager You will find yourself refereeing disputes between your trade partners many times. Keeping a fair playing field amongst your trades is the key to conflict resolution on the job. Remember, we do not play favorites. All the trades must understand that they will be held accountable for the work that they produce and that there are consequences for damaging other trades' work or site controls. This includes holding ourselves accountable when we make mistakes as well. Along with holding your trade partners accountable for their work is praising them when they exceed your expectations. Our partners are human, and like all humans, they appreciate it when their efforts are recognized. As a leader on the job site, your praise during a trade partner meeting will go a long way. So take the time to point out great work. Don't just focus on the negative. Meeting with underperforming trade partners. Unfortunately, there will be times during your career when you will have to take time out of your production schedule to meet with underperforming trade partners. Trades that continually miss schedules, damage other trade contractors' work, produce poor quality work, or are generally more work to manage than they should be, need to be formally met with, and an action plan needs to be put in place. But before we schedule this meeting, we need to make sure we are more prepared than the trade partner. Repeatedly, I have witnessed meetings where a construction manager makes all sorts of claims about missing schedules and shoddy work but fails to produce a single example of a missed schedule or poor performance. These meetings turn into a he-said-she-said kind of exercise without the ability to hold anyone accountable. Meetings without any real substance are also an incredible waste of time since no action plan or level of accountability occurs." Once we make the determination that a formal meeting must occur, it is our job to make sure the meeting is productive. As we have already learned in the section of this manual on staying organized, we document everything. It should be relatively easy for you to go back into your archives, old notebooks, scheduling software, emails, texts, etc. to find instances where the trade missed schedules, caused damage, or whatever the reason for the meeting is. The two most important pieces of data you will need for your preparation for the meeting are a chronological order of events that led to this meeting and examples of documented damage, poor workmanship, or missed schedules. Additionally, you will also have all your correspondence to the trade partner. This will illustrate the additional work you are having to perform to manage the trade partner and provide you with a level of confidence knowing you are prepared for the meeting. It is extremely hard to argue with facts especially when they are organized and laid out in front of you. Most importantly, you must have a clear expectation of what you expect from the trade partner and consequences for failure to accomplish that goal. Below is a simple agenda for how your meeting should be organized. Follow this format and it will provide you with a starting point and keep you organized while preparing for the meeting. Also, remember to print out an agenda for the meeting. This will help you stay on target during the meeting. Remember to look inward at your own performance as well. No one is perfect, not even construction managers. Example meeting agenda. 1. Date and time. 2. Attendance. Have all responsible parties present. Foreman, owner, PM, superintendent, everyone. 3. Subject of the meeting. Explain why you called everyone to the meeting. 4. Presentation of evidence. Present your written evidence of issues being discussed. Show notice of violation and ongoing correspondence, demonstrating your attempts to have the issues corrected. 5. Rebuttal from the trade partner. Allow time during the meeting for your trade partner to explain or defend themselves. 6. Corrective actions. Explain what you want them to do in writing. 7. Explanation of consequences for continued poor performance. Explain the consequences of continued issues. They're fired, back charges, change of vendor, etc. Eight. Action plan for each participant. Prepare an action plan for each participant involved. How can we help you be more successful? Guys, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you learned something we love the comments. Keep them coming. Send us the emails. Send us the comments on iTunes. We love seeing them. As always, check out truework.com. You're going to love their gear. The, the products are just amazing. Builder Tactics. A wealth of information on that website. Check it out. Check the blog out. There's some information there. And download the manual. Training Academy is coming. Don't forget about the live event on August uh, 16th at Los Rhino in Ashburn, Virginia. You're going to love it. It's going to be a great time. Great beer, great food, great people. You're going to love it. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time.